G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. You know, in recent days, we've been talking about Europe, the benefits that have come from Europe, the culture of Europe, the spread of Christianity into Europe. And of late, Camille, we've been talking about Greece and Turkey. And Turkey isn't part of Europe today, but back in those early years, Turkey was very much a part of the European setting. Well, absolutely it was. And in some ways it still is. For, for very interesting reasons, technically speaking, Turkey is in Asia, and even its territory is known as Asia Minor. But it's literally on the back doorstep of Europe. Even today, something like 3 or 4% of Turkish territory is on the Thracian Peninsula, in other words, Europe. The influence is incalculable. But let's remember, there were biblical regions, Book of Acts, and and in the epistles, like Asia, Cilicia, Pamphylia, Galatia, Pontus, Cappadocia, all these have, uh, what you call it, been mentioned in Scripture and were very fertile ground for the spreading of the gospel. In fact, when you think about it, our epistles like Ephesians, Galatians, Colossians, Timothy, Titus, all this comes from an Asian minor perspective. Timothy was from Lystra, and Galatia is a region, and Ephesians is a city, the great city of Ephesus, one of the greatest cities of the Roman Empire. All this happened on soil that is now called modern Turkey today. Today, when we think of Turkey, we're thinking of an Islamic-style nation, but that's really quite a recent phenomenon. Well, yes and no. Islam, of course, came to Turkey uh, exactly when, I can't tell you, except for sure, by the 10th or 11th century AD, it would have come. Because remember, Neil, the Turks are not originally from Turkey. The Turks are from Central Asia. They are the warrior people, the horse-riding people. They were originally shamanists coming out of Central Asia, but at some point, maybe on the way to moving to Asia Minor, which was west of Central Asia, they converted to Islam. So Islam may or may not have come earlier, but it definitely came at that point. And yet, even under the Turks for years, the Seljuk Turks and the Ottoman Turks, there were many, many Christians in Asia Minor. Greek Christians, Assyrian Christians, Armenian Christians. So how did Turkey become 99% Muslim? Well, it happened actually in the 20th century. It happened after Turkey lost the Great War, World War I, and then Greece attacked Turkey when it was, you know, down and out, and there was this war. It happened in the early 1920s. The hero of that war from the Turkish side was Mustafa Kemal Ataturk. 
he successfully defeated the Greeks and then negotiated a population transfer. In other words, Greek Christians that lived in Turkey will now move to Greece, and Muslims and Turks living in Greece will move to Turkey. It was a massive transfer of population, at least half a million from the Turk side and 1.2 million from the Greek side. And that's pretty much, in a nutshell, how Turkey became fully Muslim. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.